You're listening to the Gina Enough Asthma Deaths Campaign podcast, featuring contributions from members of the Gina Board of Directors. My name is Eric Bateman from the University of Cape Town in Cape Town, South Africa. Now, Gina proposes that patients with mild asthma, instead of using a short-acting beta agonist, use a combination of fomoterol and inhaled corticosteroid for reliefs of symptoms. Now, this combination may not be available and is not available in all countries of the world. So are there alternatives to this recommendation? In addressing this question, one needs to understand why Gina has made this change. And that is because using an inhaled corticosteroid bronchodilator combination provides the essential components that are needed when a patient with asthma develops symptoms. That is to say, symptoms in a patient, much like smoke and fire, is a herald that there's airway inflammation, usually allergic in in nature, and it needs to be addressed. It is not sufficient to simply give a bronchodilator that relaxes the bronchial tubes. One needs the additional cover to address the flare-up of airway inflammation. And so it is more appropriate that as symptoms begin, the patient also receives a dose of inhaled corticosteroids to address the airway inflammation. Now, this approach has been tested recently in four very large studies, two of them real-life studies and shown to be highly effective in preventing asthma attacks. And that is the reason that it's preferred over using that familiar short-acting beta agonist, that blue pump, and the new approach has been recommended. Now, the options that are open to one, if one does not have a combination of fomoterol and ICS, is to train patients or to take an inhaled corticosteroid dose whenever they feel the need for a bronchodilator. So they will take the the SABA, the short-acting beta agonist, closely followed by a dose of their inhaled corticosteroid. And there are several inhaled corticosteroids that are suitable. The two most common globally are budesonide and beclomethazone. And both of them can be used uh, as the supplementary inhaled steroid when the SABA is taken. Now, with this approach, it's been shown that patients with mild asthma do not then need a daily dose of inhaled corticosteroid. They do just as well in terms of reducing the risk of asthma attacks if they use the two treatments or the combination treatments as needed. The advice given is that they will normally only need one or two extra doses a day at most when symptoms occur, but if they find on any day they need as many as six or eight doses, and particularly if it occurs on two successive days, they should consult their doctor for medical help. Now, this approach has been shown to prevent asthma worsenings from developing into full asthma attacks in more than 60% of cases, therefore saving distress, inconvenience, the cost of visiting the doctor, and more intensive treatment, and may even prevent asthma deaths. Now, it's important to remember that not all combination inhalers of bronchodilator and inhaled steroids are suitable for this approach. So if you're in doubt, you should consult the uh, prescribing recommendations or a physician who knows. Why is this method so effective? Well, it 
it is because the dose is titrated against the symptoms. They're the right treatment given at the right dose at the right time. Now, the goal of anti-inflammatory treatment in mild asthma is to prevent unnecessary asthma attacks and deaths that can and do occur even in patients with mild asthma. Enough with asthma deaths. They are preventable with this approach. Thank you for listening. For more information on our Enough Asthma Deaths campaign, please visit our website, ginasthma.org.